to the Manifestation Pod. We are Louise and Sam, two ordinary mums living extraordinary lives through friendship, self-improvement, manifestation, the law of attraction and a little bit of the magic. We look forward to you joining us on our fortnightly podcast. Hello, welcome to episode 18 of the Manifestation Pod with me, Sam Fillingham and Louise Marshall. Hey Louise, how are you? Hey, I'm good, how are you? I'm full of a cold actually, which is, you can probably hear it, but yeah, other than that, I'm good, how are you? I'm not too bad, thank you, I'm not too bad. We should do a little life update, we didn't get to do one last episode, did we? So it's kind of like four weeks worth of life updates, isn't it? Wow, okay. <laughs> Yeah, I'm so, not sure um, my memory can go back four weeks, but I'll do the last one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, tell us about your last week then. You had a cool week last week. Yeah, so it's my birthday last week, um, which was good, but I was absolutely full of a cold. I've still got a little bit of it now, but last week, I mean, we, we were supposed to do this pod last Tuesday and I just couldn't talk, so we didn't do it. Um, but yeah, it was good. So I had a very quiet birthday because I was really poorly. I went out for food with um, friends on Tuesday night, didn't even have a pudding. We were all full of colds, so it was really quick and couldn't wait to get home. Um, but then I went on a yoga retreat on Thursday, which was absolutely amazing. Um, it was at a place called Mitten Hall in Clitheroe. Never been, have you been to Clitheroe? I, I used to work quite a bit around Clitheroe. I've got a friend that lives yeah. there, so I know that quite, I know Mitten Hall quite well because she used to rave about it. Oh, it's beautiful. Mm. Yeah, if I ever get married again. Mitten Hall is where I'm going to get married. I was thinking that I was, as I was walking around. It's the most beautiful building. Um, and obviously, they were putting all the Christmas decorations up. And, oh, it was just, yeah, it was lovely. So, yeah, we did a yoga retreat, which was yoga, a session on resilience with a trainer who I've um, I've been on a couple of hers. She's called Caroline Dakin. She's really good. Um, and then we had a sound bath, which I've never done before. Have you done a sound bath? Yeah. I love the sound bath. Absolutely love it. What did you make of it? It was it was the weirdest thing. So I don't know it um, partly because I was full of a cold, but we lay on the floor with blankets and cushions, which is, you know, my idea of a really good time anyway. Um, and she was doing all this sound stuff. And then something happened that everyone thought I fell asleep. I didn't, but I wasn't in the room. It was the weirdest thing. So I could hear her. Yeah, and I could hear what she was saying but it didn't make sense like the words although I could hear the fact she was making a noise let's say the words weren't penetrating my brain at all she could have been saying anything and I felt as if oh I don't know how to describe it I felt like I was almost underground and she was on up and I could just hear these words and these sounds but I went to a completely different place and I think I looked asleep I think the fact that I didn't hear anyone everyone thought I was asleep I kind of thought I was asleep but I wasn't because I was very in the room it was very similar actually to how I felt when I did that yoga nidra do you remember when I tried it once on YouTube and I said there was one person that I didn't like a voice and it went through me and the second person was really good it felt like that I almost had an out-of-body experience. But afterwards, um, I had to drive home. It was like an hour and 20 minutes. 
I had to sit in the car for ages to come round because I was so zonked out. Yeah, that's like a, a good different, way. yeah, a different level of consciousness, I think. Oh, it was lovely. I was so relaxed afterwards. Um, yeah, it was really, really nice. And I think because I've been ill all week as well, it felt much needed. It was it was really, really lovely. It was a lovely way. I was thinking it was a Thursday as well, you know. Should have been working, really. Um, but what a nice day to spend the Thursday. Oh, that's the way to spend your weeks, isn't it? Let's get more retreats in during the week. Oh, honestly, it was. It was... Yeah, I'd love like a room in my house, you know, I could just go and do stuff like that every day. I'd be like a different person. It, it, it's so good. Yeah, it's really good for you to do love a good sound bath. And yeah, so with Yoga Nidra, like there's five layers of consciousness it takes you through. Um, and so that sounds like the sound bath does a similar thing because you kind of, it's an awake awareness um, state of consciousness. It's very different from any other state of consciousness you would naturally get in through any normal meditation or anything like that. It's so good for you to like just unlock your peace, your creativity, like all sorts. It's it's magic. Yeah, it was. It was lovely. And then I came home, I got home at about, I don't know, three, four o'clock in the afternoon and I fell asleep on the sofa for maybe an hour and a half completely zonked out and then I woke up I felt okay and then I thought oh I'll never sleep tonight and I slept like a baby that night and then I overslept the following day so yeah something good was happening yeah absolutely oh, I'm so glad you got some good rest after being poorly and it being your birthday and everything like yeah it, it was it was really really nice they're going to do it every year and I'm definitely going to sign up to that because um oh yeah it was just it was it was lovely and I think a day was just, they do a four-day one, um, which is mega expensive. And I, I do fancy doing that. But I think there's something about a short space of time that you really get the most out of it. Mm. Not that I'm trying to get the most out of it, but I was just really, oh, I was so full of gratitude for being there all day. Everything we did, I was thinking, I'm so happy right now. I was just yeah. with lovely people doing really nice things. And, yeah, yeah, it's very good for you, isn't it? Oh, it is. It's the best. It's the best. Well, I didn't go on any retreats last week, but I had a good week. Um, we put the Christmas decorations up like two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> They're up. That's always fun. That really cheered the kids up as it does. So that was good. Um, oh, I did another Yoga Nidra class as well on Friday. That was brilliant. Oh, how was that? Was that your second one? The second one, yeah. Um, was so that like, round quick? Yeah, it did. I know, really quick. The build-up to it like, was weird because... I got in my head with loads of self-doubt and stuff and I was going to cancel it because there wasn't enough people. And then I just managed to like talk myself around and, you know, there wasn't enough people in the end. And um, I didn't get locked out of the yoga studio like I did the first time around. So it was all like, bonus. Quite, yeah, big bonus, big bonus. But yeah, it worked out really well, actually. I got there really early and I created these like, beds basically on the yoga studio floor like because it was really cold on Friday so I wanted it to be warm so I did like three layers of yoga mats a blanket underneath a blanket on top a pillow I've just like made these really sumptuous rest nests for everyone that's coming and it was just really really nice just to yeah like nurture people basically and um yeah it was a lovely evening really really nice 
Um, and I, it's, I still amazes me like how much I get out of delivering it. Like I feel like I've been to the class, even though I'm like delivering it, which just blows my mind. So it was lovely. And we did like Oracle card picks at the end. So everyone picks their own little Oracle card. And then we had a really lovely conversation after it about that as well. So yeah, it went well. It went really well. Well, that's good. It's good that you showed up for it if you were feeling a little bit, you know, I don't know, not that confident and stuff. Yeah. So it was good to, you know, get yourself out, I keep saying, you know, get yourself out of your comfort zone and mm. push yourself to do things because you never you never come away from doing things like that thinking, oh, I wish I didn't, I wish I hadn't have gone. It's always good to do it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I'm glad I kind of met the resistance and, and balanced it out. It wasn't like pushing through, like ignoring instincts. It was kind of just recognising that, you know, it's just a bit of like, confidence and stuff of you know first yeah and um, yeah getting through it so it was good it was good so yeah I don't know what's next so apart from I'm doing an online event for winter solstice so I'm starting to get excited about that and think about Ooh, that. yeah and then um see what happens with in person in the new year I'm just gonna take it easy and lean into it excellent mm. that sounds like I've had a bit of a restful time yeah, that's good, isn't it? That leads very yeah. nicely into our topic today, doesn't it? It does. So today we're going to talk about A Calm Christmas. Um, there's a book called Calm Christmas and there's a podcast and I've listened to a couple of episodes of the podcast and it's really quite nice. It's, very, it's quite relaxing to listen to it, actually, all about not kind of bowing down to the pressure of Christmas and making it so you're running yourself ragged in the lead up to it and just kind of managing your expectations and those expectations of people around you um, and I'm really doing that this year um, so we've moved house we moved house in April and I have to say I love this house but the one thing that it hasn't got which my old house had in in abundance is a feeling of coziness in the living room and I've also got nowhere to put any Christmas decorations so we've got no surfaces at all so I'm having to kind of um accept that we're not going to have that lovely Christmassy feel that we had in our old house I'm going to do we're going to get our decorations out today um <laughs> they're in the sh they're in the garage and I really wish I'd not put them in there because they're at the back of everything and it feels like a bit of a job getting them out but I'm gonna we're gonna do it after school tonight um but I am going to manage my own expectations about making it as cozy as possible yeah. but bearing in mind that I'm not in my old house we haven't got we've got floorboards and not carpet and that doesn't really lend itself to cozy um, so yeah I'm going to do my best with it and also money um, with Christmas I think we all kind of not panic about money at Christmas but realise how much it's going to cost and this year for the first year ever I mean I, well it's not the first year ever I do it every year but I don't I'm not successful with it is I've wrote a Christmas list and I went shopping on Saturday and I've actually stuck to it um so usually every year I say I'm not going mad especially with Charlotte mm -hmm. I'm not going to buy loads and loads of stuff I'm just going to buy stuff that she wants or needs um and get a few quality things rather than loads of quantity and then every year it gets to three weeks before Christmas and I panic and think oh I'm, I'm a rubbish mum because she's only got this this and this and then I'll go to somewhere like Primark spend probably 50 pound on a load of crap um and she's got loads of presents but this year I absolutely haven't mm -hmm. so 
I've gone with a budget. I've bought her, and within that budget, I've shopped around as well. So some things, um, she wanted some Ugg boots. She's not having real Ugg boots until her feet, her feet have stopped growing. So I've got some Jack Wills ones, which are a little bit cheaper. Um, and I got all my Christmas shopping. And then I realised that the budget I set myself, I've got some money left over. So I went on Love Holidays on Sunday night. Mm -hmm. And I've discovered that if I um, don't go mad, because there's really, there was like Black Friday deals on. Yeah. Um, I think we're going to go away in January. Wow. That is what I think I'm going to do with the money I've saved from Christmas. So, yeah. Brilliant idea. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think... So I think when I'm feeling a bit like, oh, I should buy her more, I should buy her more. Um, and I'm acting like I've not got her anything. She's got she's got lots of presents. Yeah. Um, but I'm going to remember that, that she doesn't need more. Yeah. What, she, what she needs is, I don't know, experiences and things and a holiday. You know, an extra holiday would be amazing. And also she's got a new bedroom, which we've just decorated, and she did a really big declutter. Um and she's been really good at like getting rid of stuff because she's a bit of a hoarder. She likes to keep everything from it. She'll have a piece of plastic and I'll be like, well, should we put that in the bin? Oh, no, I picked that up in nursery on the floor. I was playing with Daisy and I want to keep it forever. And I'm like, oh, okay, whatever. Um, but yeah, she's been really good at throwing stuff out. So I've been talking to her about the more room you've got in your bedroom, you've got you've got more room to do things and to play and have your friends around and do whatever. Mm -hmm. Um more stuff you have the less room you'll have and actually she had that much stuff she was always I don't know what to do slightly overwhelmed by all the things she came down the other night and she said I've got hardly any toys in my room now and I, I said no we threw them out and she said well I'm not sure what I, what I can do up there and I said well you know just go and have a look and find things and I'm finding that she's she's using her imagination more and doing things like she loves writing, she, she does lots of creative writing, she's doing more of that because before she'd literally spend you know, like you do on Netflix, you think, Oh, I'll watch something, and then you spend three hours looking for something, and in the end, you don't even get to watch anything. She was always like that in a room, she spent that long looking for something to do that she never actually got around to doing it. So, yeah, um, we're having a calm Christmas. I love it, I love it. I'm really appreciate a calm Christmas as well and I think you're right it's about planning it in a way budgeting and choosing being really choosy what you want to do what you want to buy where you want to be and just really trusting that and not doing the should things I should see so and so I should yeah. go there and just and um, thinking no I you know, don't do the things that you think you should do. Do the things that you want to and that feel good to you. I think that's the best way to keep it calm because I think the craziness comes in when you're being pushed from pillar to post with different parties, activities, people, events that you just don't really want to go to but you feel like you should because sometimes it's the only time in the year that you will and it's just all that kind of social pressure, isn't it? Um, whereas yeah, definitely. if you do what you want to do and what makes you happy then like you will be calm sounds yeah easy, but it's not yeah it yeah it does sound easy and actually when you lean into it it is easy it is easy to do that but 
a couple of weeks ago, I was telling you, I, I don't know if I spoke on the pod about, I went to see the universe lady again, and she was saying to create some space in my life for good things to come into it, because I don't have a lot of space in my life, because every time there's a gap, I'm like, oh, I've got a night free, I need to go out, I need to do this. And there was um, a night on my birthday, so I didn't have any plans for my actual birthday night, because I was doing the retreat on the Thursday, and I was out the weekend before all weekend, I just didn't have any plans and I, what I didn't want to do was go out drinking because that would have be been an obvious thing to do on a Wednesday night just go to my local pub um it's really cold can't be bothered going into town lots of things I could have done but I really didn't want to um anyway so rather than panicking even though I was a little bit and thinking oh my god I'm not even doing anything on my own birthday and that's putting pressure on yourself because so what does it really matter that you're not doing anything on that actual night I was out I had plans on the Monday I had plans on the Tuesday I'd been out on the Friday Saturday and Sunday the week weekend before anyway I left it empty and just thought I'm going on the retreat on Thursday it'll be fine don't even think about it and then the universe just came up trumps and filled it with something like that I really wanted to do which was going out for food with friends so I've got two friends who I work with um and we try and go out after work for maybe tea or lunch or something um we never make it we're all too busy we've all got kids we all work different days we don't want to the office every day um I work part-time it's always really really difficult and we can basically say let's arrange something and then by the time we go from let's arrange it to booking it in it's six months time it's ridiculous and then someone usually cancels and it never happens anyway so I was sat in work on like the Monday and Amy my friend said so what are you doing on your actual birthday Louise and I said um nothing not really got any plans so she was like all right okay have we booked anything in at all for this lunch and I was like no no so she won't let me check my diary so she checked the diary she was like can we all do next Wednesday and I was like yeah I can do next Wednesday in fact it was two days time and I said oh that is my birthday and she was like oh no way let's do that and so we went out for tea and that would never have happened because I would have always always had something booked in so I'm really now and I've, I've done this over Christmas I've, I've got lots of time over Christmas where we're we not jam-packed yeah. so just let it be and see what happens and sometimes like good stuff happens yeah usually it does doesn't it so yeah make space for the good stuff yeah don't fill it yeah and yoga exactly and it's it's what you said about being choosy it's being choosy about how you spend your money being choosy about who you spend your time with being choosy about what you do with that time yeah. that creates a great life if you just do that and it like you said it sounds really easy but we don't do it we, we're all under pressure to you know be seen at the right places and be, have a really busy social life over Christmas and be posting it everywhere so everyone knows we're having a social life and f you know for what mm -hmm. it's so much nicer to just go with the flow and really calm down about it and just see what happens yeah. <coughs> I'm gonna choke you talk for a second yeah it is that's the best way to do it just go with the flow and I feel really calm about my budget for Christmas, which I think is going to make for a much calmer Christmas all around. Because definitely, yes, yeah, all the all the work I've done on the budget and how I feel about money and everything this year, so it just feels really different. Like you say, I'm not doing that like, 
oh, I feel bad about what I've not got, so I'm just going to buy something frivolous for the sake of it and then overspend. So, yeah, I just feel really differently. I was thinking about that this week because, you know, normally I'd go around the shops and there'd be all the decorations would be out and I'd just be like, oh, well, you know, let's try and make it a bit better with some new decorations or something like that. And I've just been like, no, because that's not in the budget now. You know, we've got the decorations and we know what we're getting for the kids and, you know, planning all that out. So you just, I think when you're calmer about your budget, you just make much better decisions about where you're spending your money and what you're doing it for and how you feel about it as well, rather than coming from that place of lack. Um, you just feel calm because you know where everything is and what you're doing. It's a really nice feeling. Yeah. It is a nice feeling. And I think things like, you know, decorations. Oh, I went to Manchester on Saturday. Dear God, there's no cost of living crisis in Manchester at all. There's just stuff everywhere. And I was walking around the shops. I knew what I wanted. I didn't have a lot of time. I was really restricted with my time. I only had two hours. Um, but, yeah, I was like, no wonder people spend a fortune because there's just – and it does entice you. Even I was like, oh, that looks really nice. Oh, look at that. And it's just because they're in pretty boxes. They're the same stuff. They're just in pretty boxes that some marketing person's thought up. And it's really hard to resist that. But if you look at what it is, do I want it? Do I need it? Is it going to bring joy to my life? No, it isn't at all. It just looks all shiny and new right now. Um, but, yeah, and then afterwards when I got home and I, I was, you know, sorting all Charlotte's stuff out and checking I've got everything that she wants, and I feel like she's got re real quality presents this year. Um, mm. When I then looked at what was left over and I thought, and I've, I've really budgeted for Christmas already, I was like, oh, my God, I could get an extra holiday. I mean, mm. that's amazing. That that And that's come from nothing, really. Um, part of it's because she doesn't want anything that's mega expensive this year. It mm. just so happens it doesn't. But yeah. So I think if you can refrain from the, the glitter and the glitz of buy me, buy me, buy me, mm. and look at saving it and going, no, I'm not spending on that. I'm going to spend it on something that's really meaningful to me and my family, then you're a winner, aren't you? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, just keeping it like calm and measured as much as you can. And just take a step back from it all and plan, you know, even if when you're listening to this, you've not planned anything yet, you're feeling a bit panicky about it, just take half an hour and, and plan and list and you'll feel better about it, I think, for sure. Yeah. And it's not to take the magic away. If you're the type of person, which I used to be, um, where you just go shopping and think, oh, I'll, I won't make a list of things for people. I'll just I'll just buy things as I see them, you know, which is absolutely fine. I don't do that because I can't be bothered. Um, but it's fine to do that. But just, you know, maybe have a budget and think about what you want to buy for that person, what they might like, how much you want to spend. And you can still go out and kind of be impulsive and be choose things there and then. You don't have to plan it or schedule everything. You can do it any way you want it, but just, just be aware, I think, yeah, there's one thing I've learned this year. It's about be choosy. Be choosy about your life because no one else is going to do it for you. You have to choose everything that comes into your life. You should really, really want and not just yeah. settle yeah. for the sake of it. Absolutely. You're so right. And I was thinking, like, I thought my budget would be so under pressure after taking a trip in November. Like, usually on paper, going on holiday in November before Christmas would be like really big pressure wouldn't it and 
but I feel like it's the budget's like slowly recovering from that and I don't feel like uptight about it or worried because now I've got a system in place to, to take it back under control. It's not like that was one big splurge and now everything's out of control. It's like that was planned, that was budgeted for, exactly. now you get back on track. Yeah, exactly. And if you plan and budget for everything, you can have a holiday right before Christmas or right after Christmas without it affecting the rest of your budget and, the, you know, in, indeed the rest of your life. When my roof, when I had to buy a new roof in, I think it was June, moved house in April, went on holiday in May, needed a new roof in June or July, gutted, I had to take it out of my house fund but because it came out of there it didn't affect the rest of the year it wasn't like oh my gosh we've we can't afford anything now because we've paid for that if you've got you know different pots of money for different pots of things you can just adjust as you go it's fine and it does it makes it's not just for a karma christmas but for a karma life yeah absolutely absolutely and my last top tip for a karma christmas is my usual like use nature as your guide like because on the 22nd of December it's the winter solstice which is the signal for the light returning so the day I know that's get lighter so if you're in like yes. a, a dark wintry funk that's a bit stressful at the moment like follow the the guides and hints from nature that like you know the light's coming back it might feel a bit dark and, and difficult at this time of year but in you know, less than 28 days, what's it, 22, 26, something like 26 days, the light's going to be returning and that it's very quickly upon us. So focus on that, I reckon. Yeah, yeah, I always um, use that as a turning point. I think it gets lighter by, because I love light, <clears throat> I hate the dark, it gets lighter by two minutes every night. And mm -hmm. I always think, you know, however you're feeling about the dark each day, it's moving forward, moving forward, and that's really nice. Yeah, it's a good feeling, isn't it? Good feeling for a calm Christmas. Awesome. Well, that's about it. And I think there uh, we are. Yeah, I'll I'll be doing my online event around that time as well, so that will help you have a calm Christmas. So I'll share more details with the pod around that as well. So yeah, have a calm Christmas, everyone. We'll see you in a few weeks. Bye. You've been listening to the Manifestation Pod with me, Sam Billingham, and Louise Marshall. Please follow, subscribe, and rate our pod. Share with friends to support two ordinary mums living extraordinary lives. Oh,